Hello. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Matt, a.k.a. Legion Rex, and welcome to another quarantined episode of The Gap. I'm your host. With me, I have my co-host, Shane, a.k.a. The Bearded One. How are you doing today, Shane? Son of a bitch. Hang on. <laughs> my joke isn't loading. What's going loading. on here? But I'll act like I do. My, my, joke, my joke didn't load. My... <laughs> The joke backfired. The joke didn't work. Yeah, the, the joke failed horribly. Abort, abort. The, the abort, abort mission. Uh, how are I, you doing today? I am doing okay. I am tired. You had a long day today. You were fixed. You were building a bathroom. That's all I know. Oh, we're past that. At the We're onto a new project now. Oh, what you doing with that? Um, We're remodeling the backyard slightly. And by slightly, I mean I spent the whole day shoveling rocks. <laughs> Is this like a is this the is this deck part two? Because I remember back in like last summer you had to build a deck and it, that was like a two months thing. It kind of is, but it's just like it's literally just move one thing to the other side of the yard and then put some stuff where it was. It's literally just move the stones out and then put some grass in and that's it. Oh, uh, so you're just planting grass. Mm-hmm. I had to do that like a couple years ago. That shit sucks. <laughs> I mean, I spent most of the day shoveling rocks, and I'm tired, but... I mean, I, I mean you exercise, though. Yeah, progress was made. That's progress all that matters. Made. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just us today, uh, mm-hmm. due to a variety of circumstances. Due to a variety of circumstances. Also, it's kind of nice to have an episode that's just the both of us. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a while since we've had uh, just the hosts. Yeah, it's been a while since we've just had just the hosts, and I like having kind of like the back and forth of mm-hmm. just us. So it's nice. It's nice. Uh, fuck it. Uh, fuck it. Our co-hosts, our other co-hosts, will be back at some point. Uh, but in any case, for us right now, it's just us. Uh, so we have a little bit to talk about. We have sim- We have possible simulcasts. We have possible simul pubs. We got news to talk about, and of course, we got our featured anime of the podcast, which is an anime we got from the randomizer. So who the fuck knows how that's going to turn out? And you'll see. Uh, yeah, you'll you'll see what we think. Uh, tune in. Yeah, yeah tune in. Uh, tune in for how what we think. Let's start with simulcasts because I'm pretty sure that none of us have anything to talk about because we're fucking behind the shit. I had a single thing to talk about a for simulcasts. One thing. Okay, go one ahead. One singular thing. Nothing. It's more than me. I have nothing. And tech, it's a technicality, but it does count as simulcast. So I'm gonna, I'm fuck it. I'm gonna talk about it. Run with the wind. Oh, so, oh yeah, the dub started up. Yeah, so, you may have heard me talk about this show on the podcast before. One of my favorite shows of 2018. I gave it best ED that year. It was great. I really loved it. The dub just started, and it is airing every Tuesday. And I'll give it to Sentai. It's a pretty great dub. (laughs) Like, I I think we've talked about this before, where... Sentai dubs are usually 50-50. Sometimes they're great, sometimes they're ass. Like, they're very inconsistent with the, the quality of their dubs. Yeah, yeah, they're all over the place. Like, they, like when, they, when they hit it out of the park, they're usually really good because they have, like, good voice talent. But Sentai has a thing with their dubs. They like to be very strict to the original Japanese, like, translation. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of their dubs are very much word for word translations as opposed to an adaptation like what Funi or any play or what Bane Zoom do. Um, and that can work sometimes. And, cl- and with Run with the Wind, the little bit I've seen, it really works. Uh, 
On other cases, it doesn't. Yeah, on uh, other like, cases, it's... A <laughs> on other cases, no, it doesn't. Uh, in other cases, we get something like the Higurashi dub. That or... wasn't them. That wasn't them. Um, that was Genion. Oh, okay. Day. Well, never mind. Uh, Sentai. Sentai has done some shitty dubs. They did... Uh, they're f- Like, for example, like I think Clan Ad's a good example of like where... like. That dub's alright, but like that showcases a lot of the issues that Sentai's dubs usually have. We are going uh, very, to fight. I know I know you like the Clanad dub. Mm-hmm. I know you do. I'm not a huge I'm not a huge fan of it. I think it's too beholden to the original Japanese and it's too awkward. Uh, but that's just me. But Run with the Winds dub is very good from what yeah, I heard. It's it's two episodes in, and I watched the first episode when it aired last week. And I was kind of iffy on it. I was like, okay, some casting choices are great, and some are leave a little to be desired. Episode two dropped, and I am sold. <laughs> I am a hundred percent sold <laughs> because mm-hmm, the 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 quality of the writing is on point. It's faithful to the original while also taking liberties that work. And the comedic timing is so good. And to to dis- to display what I mean, I'm gonna move over uh, to our Discord actually, where I I sent Matt a clip, probably my favorite clip of the dub so far that involves Hygie. It's it it's so good. What at our apartment? Yeah, you mean the bath? It's so perfect. I love it. I think oh, it's, it's fantastic. so great. It's fantastic. Uh, fuck it. I need to. I need to finish Run with the Wind first. I have mm-hmm. not finished it, and I know that's a crime, but I should because it's ex. Because I remember once again my genius. Uh, uh, uh my genius in knowing things before Shane. Um. I Shane was like, I don't know about Run with the Wind. There's too many characters. This is a bit. Um, <laughs> and in the beginning, I'm like, Nah, fam, it's fine. Shane goes to finish it, and he's like, This is a ten out of ten show. It's a masterpiece. Yeah. And I'm sitting here from the beginning, like, I, I, I knew, I know, I. He didn't listen to me. Once the again. the <laughs> rapid fire introduction of characters in the first episode really threw me for a loop. I was like, I don't know, man. I feel like it's it's going a little too fast. Yeah, don't 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 listen to that guy. He's he's just a fucking idiot. Not, yeah, don't li- don't listen to older Shane. Listen to current Shane, the yeah. smarter Shane. Flash forward to the end of March 2019, and I'm crying at the finale, about to give it a ten on Mal. <laughs> Pretty fucking much, actually. It's like, why does this always happen? This happens. To, this happens every time. By the way, mm-hmm. you, you, we joke. No, we joke, guys. But Shane. Really, this really does happen to Shane. Literally every every single, single time. Every single time, there's one show. He's like, I don't know, man. I, I I don't know. And then by the end, he gives it. He's giving it a ten. Like every single time, it's it's, it's practically it's practically a staple at this point. Yeah. If, if if he's not sure about it at first, but he if he really likes it, but he's not sure about certain things at first, give it like a give week. It, Give, give it, it a week. You'll give it a ten. Like he's, it's going to happen. Like I can put, I, I can call it. Like mm-hmm. I can call it from a mile away. So moral of the story is Matt's always right. I'm always wrong. And watch Run with the Wind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have anything to talk about though. I have, I am 
very much behind. Yeah, in terms of actual new shows that are coming out, pff, I got jack shit. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta catch up on all that shit before the end of the season, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Uh, which, thankfully, there's not much because of COVID. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and next season, and there next, might not be much yeah. of COVID because everything else is getting delayed. Higurashi yeah, this, got this might moved. be, uh, this might be rolling into the new season. Yeah. Uh, well, Japan's uh, state of emergency is still going. Mm-hmm. Uh, they moved it. It's now. Uh, although it's likely that once June rolls around, it will the state of emergency will be done and people will be going back to work. That seems to be a general consensus around the world right now. Once June hits, everyone's in the. We're gonna try to go back to some kind of normalcy. God, Which, I hope so. <laughs> uh, fuck it. Uh, I, I I hope so. If we can't, I would rather we not. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't want to push things. Yeah, but if we can, please, because I am suffocating inside my own house. Yeah, um, I need to. I, I need to get the fuck out of here. I I need to see my friends. I need to see my girlfriend. I need to see people. I can't humans <laughs> that are not my family. Um. Uh. So, but yeah, Cyberpub. On the other hand, manga had an explosion past couple of weeks uh uh shane did demon you read the, slayer yeah, did you read the final chapter of demon slayer yes i, not, I did not, i don't need the manga for demon slayer I, is it good let me put it this way i see a lot of people shitting on the last chapter from my perspective i don't think that it could have ended any better way i think it it is a logical conclusion, both in terms of the narrative and also the emotional payoff. And I think it really, when all is said and done at the end, I think it really held true to the themes that Demon Slayer made persistent throughout its entire run. I, I think I think it was a great way to end it. And even if you're someone, even if you're one of those people who didn't like the final chapter, thought that it was an underwhelming ending. Some people thought it was corny. That's yeah. what, that's from what I, that's what I'm, I'm getting at. That seems to be a general consensus that like, oh, the ending's too corny, it's too happy. But I think people need to forget that this isn't jump. Mm-hmm. Like, what ending did you think that Demon Slayer was going to get? And like, the whole point of Demon Slayer was overcoming adversity, finding positive things in the darkness, and I think the ending really held true to that. Like, honestly, I don't think it could have ended any better way. And if you're one of those people who didn't like the ending, then, hey, you have chapter 204, which is essentially the ending. The ending. Yeah, most of the people, I, most of the issues I've seen are for 205, which, which, I don't, I don't know what it is. I, I, I only know the basis of what it is. All I know is that it's a time skip chapter. It's a time skip uh, chapter. It's basically an epilogue. Yeah, which... I think people might just be sick of it because a lot of people like those chapters can be very hit or miss. A lot of people don't like them. Like with some, it works. Some, it doesn't. I think I, that that does seem to be a trope of jump jump stuff, though. Is that the final chapter is always like a time skip, like epilogue chapter. Mm-hmm. It happened with Naruto. It happened with Bleach. I swear to God, I don't want it to happen to One Piece. I don't think it would work for that show series. But I, I I'll bet your ass that's that's what it is going to happen. We're also. A very long ways away from that. <laughs> from the end of One Piece. <laughs> so, um, 
but yeah, so I haven't read the. I, I might actually just read Demon Slayer now. There's no excuse. It's yeah, it, it's done. It's only 200 chapters, which is in Shonen Jump terms very brief, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ass Class ran the uh, same amount, and mm-hmm. that was a great series. And uh, like, so I'm- it's an easy read, and it's all legally available now. They finally put the rest of the backlog chapters up, so you can read all of it on the Shonen Jump app. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just need to read it. Uh, but, oh, I might just start where the anime left off. Yeah, that's what uh, I did. I started, which starts on 53, I think, chapter 53. Yeah. I might just do that. Although I do like to read the chapters ahead of time that I that were adapted just to see if there's any differences. Right. That's what I did with Thomas Neverland. And oh boy, is the adaptation <laughs> a completely different. Uh, <laughs> um, that also ended. Um, that, I don't know how it ended. Although I hear- No, it didn't. It didn't? Oh, I thought the ending came out. No, it I didn't. It... Let me let me double check, but I'm pretty sure it did not end yet. Is it not done yet? Nope. I know it's people, still going. I know, uh, well, then, well, well, people are mad at it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Well, uh, yeah, appar- apparently, the I, I don't know what the fuck is going on with Neverland right now, but there's some I shit going it, on there. I heard it uh, dropped the ball, so... Uh, which, for if a mystery series drops the ball that late in the game... I'm sorry, but ouch. That's a bad sign. Can we get an um, F in chat, boys? F. Uh, big ol' F. A big ol' F. Um, which really sucks, actually. Uh, but speaking of stuff that doesn't suck, One Piece. Uh, Jinbei's part of the crew, man. Uh, uh, I'm so happy. It's so, ni- it's so nice to see Jinbei interact with the crew as a crew member. It's so nice. It's it's ex- it, it's frankly excellent. Like mm-hmm. I love, I absolutely love um Jimbei and his and, and Luffy's dynamic a lot. But I really like I like it's been so long. It's been since Impel Down that they've been hinting at this. It's been like four hundred chapters, pretty much, of build up for Jimbei to join the crew, and now that he's actually a part of the crew is like it feels liberating oh my god oh my god i'm so happy that he's actually part of like the crew and that he's actually going to be like with the crew going forward yeah he's the helmsman of the straw hat pirates now yeah which is great i love that um great i love that and i am hoping that we get another i hoping that carrot stays on the straw hats too yeah i i really i really do hope so i don't think that'll happen i think she'll end up going back to the mink tribe once the whole wano stuff is done but i don't know after pedro died um i think that she had a reason to stay with the straw hats because like because pedro after pedro died she's i don't think she has a reason to go back so i don't know that being said, if Pedro is dead, because uh, there's been science pointing that he might not be dead, <clears throat> I'm hoping the fuck he stays dead. Um, please do not. Please. Cut, don't, don't pull a cop out. I um, loved Pedro. I cried when he died. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck this up. There's, there's just there's just a president a president in one piece of characters blowing up on a ship and then and then just coming back. Sabo, Pell, fucking Igaron. God knows, yeah, fucking it happens so like a character will literally explode and then miraculously live somehow, uh, which makes zero sense. 
but whatever. But like whatever, who cares? Is there any other series you have to talk about? Um, that's about it. Other than uh, Jujutsu Kaisen continues to be fucking baller. Yeah, uh, I need to read that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, uh, MHA right now is really good. Oh yeah, MHA. M- mm-hmm. Uh, fuck it. I don't know. We, we talked you, about the. Did you read the newest chapter, two seventy one? Yes. With uh, Hawks and Tokoyami? Yes. It's really good. Uh, I really love... I really love it so far. And I love Tokoyami, this arc, a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, this arc is doing what the overhaul arc did for Kirishima. It's doing what, for Tokoyami. Yeah. And I, lo- and I love the development he's getting. And I'm, I'm, I'm so scared for Hawks, I'm scared. I think that man's going to die. I, 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 I'm convinced. I don't want him to, but it would make sense. <laughs> I do think the big development, though, is that Shiggy is back. Yeah, Shiggy's back, and he is, like, God now. <laughs> <laughs> Shiggy's back, and that panel of him, like, like him coming back is like, oh, my mm-hmm. God. And then like, it, like, hard cuts to Deku, and he's just like, he's coming. Yeah, he has like a four. He has like the sixth sense when it comes to Shiggy. Um, no, no, no. It, it makes perfect sense. Like I get it. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it's because like all for one and all for one are connected. Mm-hmm, yeah, like, like he 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 just feels the connection. Because yeah. like spoilers, Shigaraki is just all for one now. He's just all for one now. Um, which I call I called this happening by the way back when um all for one got defeated. I mean, he was the successor, so it was inevitable. It, it's, it, they've been paralleling Deku and Shigaraki the entire manga. That's the entire purpose of like the entire of having a hero training arc and then a villain training arc back to back in one section. So like that's so like I really do. I really do need to reread the joint training before season it, five starts. It holds up a lot better than you than you remember. It's that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, it's actually very good, uh, but. It par- they par- they've been paralleling Deku and Shigaraki for so long that it actually makes complete sense that he would become the new awful one. Like, mm-hmm. all, all, one for all must have an awful one, and that's Shigaraki. That's going to be Shigaraki. Right. Um, the, que- the, the the thing is that Shigaraki is infinitely more dangerous than awful one because Shigaraki is an uncontrollable psychopath. Yeah, and he and. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if Deku is ready to fight that. Oh, absolutely think. not. He's gonna get his ass whipped. He can't even he can't control Black Whip at all. And in, and from what I understand, he can actually only control Black Whip when he's angry. Oh, so it's a rage boost power. It only no, and it doesn't even boost. It's only like it can only work when he's mad. That's and Deku is a very is a cinnamon roll. He's a soft boy. He doesn't mm-hmm. get mad very often. He the is only fluffy you... pillow. <laughs> yeah, he would only he would only get mad as if like you like punched Uraka or something like that. Um, who is with him at the fucking at the same place that he is? Mm-hmm. Which oh no, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Can someone say knife? <laughs> I have a sneaking suspicion that, like, another character in this arc that isn't twice is going to die. Um, and it will probably be Hawks. Everyone dies this arc. That's Deku fucking dies. That's the arc. Deku's not the main character anymore. 
it is now he a pulls a job. he pulls a hero's rising and passes his power on to Bakugo. Bakugo, the <laughs> spoilers for Heroes Rising, by the way. Apologize for that. Yeah, but like, it's been months. You've had. It's not even time. out on Blu-ray. They can, people can't watch it if they haven't seen. You've had time, cowards. <laughs> you didn't see it in theaters. You didn't Coward. see it in theaters before the whole world locked up? Pfft, not my problem. It was the last movie I saw in theaters, by the way, before the mm-hmm. world locked up, by the way. Same. Which is hilarious. Which is hilarious. To think that I didn't go into my hero, I didn't go into Heroes Rising saying to myself, yes, this will be the final film I see before COVID. This will um, be the last movie I see in a theater. <laughs> before Trolls World Tour destroys the fucking Destroys the fucking cinema industry. <laughs> Trolls World Tour single-handedly the destroyed only, all theaters. The only thing that can save us now is Christopher Nolan, apparently. Mm-hmm. Which I don't even—I don't even want to get into that. Which I don't want. Yeah, the, the, fuck it. With the, the three hour—it's apparently three and a half hours, dude. No. Tenants three and a half hours. Nolan, which, stop. Well, no, to be fair, though, are you are you implying that three hours of Nolan? is a bad thing. No, but I also know what he did. <laughs> yeah, the, the, so... Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, but in any case, I think we're pretty much done talking about Simon Pubs. I don't think there's anything else. Yeah, no, there's nothing else. Uh, read Jujutsu Kaisen. That's it. <laughs> read Jujutsu Kaisen. Read all the manga that we were mentioning. Yeah. Read all of them. Um... So, with that, let's move on to some news where we'll talk about more Demon Slayer. Um, because, because, <laughs> because it wrapped up, but this is, this is nuts. Uh, Demon Slayer. Um, uh, Demon Slayer blew up, uh, like, insanely huge. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, let, uh, Demon, so let's just read on this, because this is nuts. Uh, Kore Haru's uh, Gotoge's Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yaiba manga will have more than 60 million copies in circulation on May 13th, so, so a couple about a week ago. Um, uh, that number includes digital copies and about 2.8 million copies of the 20th volume, which will ship on May 13th at the delay due to the effects of the coronavirus. The, fr- the franchise, by the way, had only 3.5 million when the anime started. What? <laughs> yeah. This it it multiplied by seventeen times. They it's put they pushed by, over fifty by seventeen by seventeen hundred percent. They've pushed over fifty million copies in a year. Yeah. What? what? To, to give you some perspective on how successful Demon Slayer is, I know it beat One Piece in sales last year. That's all I knew. It did, yeah, uh, but. That's all I knew, but I didn't. I didn't realize it was such a huge growth. Perspective on how successful that Demon Slayer actually is, because it is, because this is bonkers. It sold more than Gintama, Prince of Tennis, Ramna, City Hunter, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Don't say Hunter Hunter. Uh, No, Hunter Hunter is far above. Okay. Okay. Um, Good. Um, it be, beat out Berserk, Inuasha, Initial D, Tokyo Ghoul, Haikyuu, Yu-Gi-Oh, Seven Deadly Sins, Sailor Moon, 
Kuroko Basket, Saint Seiya, a bunch of other ones. Like, that's how much it is sold. And of course, this does include digital copies, by the way, uh, of the volumes. Uh, therefore, the franchise's publication has expanded the circulation by 17 times in one year. The franchise had more than 12 million in, in circulation on the publication on the 17th volume on October 4th. The manga's 18th volume debuted with a record first printing of 1 million copies, which is the most for any jump manga in history. Uh, Suesa revealed on November 25th that Kodahari Kutage's Demon Slayer Kimitsu no Yabu manga is the company's second highest selling manga 2019, o- beaten only by One Piece. What the fuck? And they ended it. Which, mm. think about how insane that I don't think I've ever seen a manga end on the height of its popularity quite like Demon Slayer. Like, it was literally at the peak, and then it's over. It's over. Which, to be fair, props to the creator for sticking to his guns and telling the story he wanted to tell. And not extending it just for the, the quick buck. In um, before sequel series following all of their descendants, but which, I digress. Which, you know, which will likely happen. Um, but uh, but but like like the uh, like to give you some perspective, like it sold sixty million, which is insane because only like a couple of manga in history have ever sold more than a hundred million. Um, which means that sixty million is a milestone in itself. Like fucking Hunter Hunter is seventy eight million. By the way. Which means oh. that this is stupid close to Hunter Hunter. Um, fucking, and like, from what Alchemist is 70 million. It's stupid close to fucking FMA. Um, uh, fucking, which, like, and all the ones that have sold like 100 million plus or all manga that have been around for like decades. So, like, Dragon Ball, One Piece, Detective Conan, Naruto, uh, Bleach, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Fucking the only the, 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 the like the only one that's like kind of like an outlier for those is Attack on Titan, which has sold like two hundred million, which is nuts. But then again, it's Attack on Titan, and that thing is like a beast. That thing's so, like a force of nature at this point. Yeah, that thing's like a foot, which is also ending. Um, yeah, within the year, right? Well, might be next year now because uh, he's extending it again, um, which. <laughs> that's um that's well, not because, well but he has the final chapter written he just needs to get to it right yeah so but any case demon slayer it's it, it, what <laughs> i fucking, don't know man in before the inevitable live action movie which oh i'm what, sure it's already being planned <laughs> <laughs> it's already being planned the video the, 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 the multiple video games as well the spin-off the chibi manga yeah the this the sequel there's already a gotcha game <laughs> like i don't know man like demon slayer is really good but you don't see blow-ups of this magnitude very often no you don't um this is only like this happens like once in a blue moon something like this just explodes in popularity to this extent yeah, which to be fair, it's with a great series, mm-hmm. so I'm really happy for Demon Slayer, and uh, I feel bad for whatever manga he the guy has next because it's going to have to live up to this. It's just um, going to be Demon Slayer too. Just watch. It's going to be De- <laughs> Vampire Hunter. Oh no! <laughs> it's going to be 
<laughs> it's the same series, just with different different beasts. Literally, literally cut and paste. <laughs> All the Will. character hierarchies are the same, but just you, you replace the demons with vampires. <laughs> <laughs> Werewolf searcher. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. Write that down. (laughs) (laughs) Don't steal this idea. All right. Uh, Speaking of stuff that's uh, 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 speaking of stuff that's ending, Fire Force. Right. Uh, uh, So we're a fan of Fire Force, right? Mm -hmm. I really liked uh, the first season. Season two is it's coming. It's coming. It's 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 most likely done. It's probably done because it was gonna be split core. So yeah, hopefully yeah, it don't get delayed. Yeah, it probably won't. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, Atsushi Okobo hinted in the author commentary for the twenty third volume that the Fire Force manga. Uh, manga on Friday that the manga was in his final stage. Okobo stated that the story is also is also in its final stage. And for me, I plan for this to be my last manga. So please accompany me until the very end. The manga's twenty fourth volume is scheduled for release on July seventeenth. Okubo launched the series of Kodansha's Weekly Shonen Magazine in September of twenty fifteen. Kodansha Comics publishes the manga in English. Fi- that's, so that's crazy. Yeah, Fire Force is ending. I I would think this would go on longer too. Um, as well. I mean, to be fair, just in that one season alone, which I'm not sure exactly how much it adapts, but qu- there's quite a few developments. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm going to check right now to see how much they... Because there's a lot that happens in that first season. Like, it sets up Endgame, it sets up the final villains, like, a lot gets done. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. And the fact that it's going to be his last manga, like, he's just done after this. Yeah, he's just done. Which, I think I think, I, I, I think it might be a case of, like, he's in his early 40s, and a lot of manga come around that time, they start to get, like, health issues. Unless you're so, Ichiro Oda. Uh, Ichiro Oda, uh, who... Who just, is a madman. Who just keeps going. Also, this covers up to uh, around chapter 90. Hmm. Uh, so like uh, what the, nine ten volumes? Uh, it, chapter ninety is uh, is like from I don't know what vol it's from vol it's it's from I don't know what volume it's from. Uh, but they are they are on chapter uh uh two eighteen right now. So we have quite a bit quite a bit left to adapt. Uh, and I don't know how I don't know how far. The second season goes, to be honest, uh, because I don't read the manga, so I can't find a point of like where they would stop. But Fire Force is ending, and because of that, and hopefully this just gives way to another Soul Eater adaptation, please. Um, Soul Eater Brotherhood. Let's Soul, let's get Soul on Eater it. Brotherhood. That's what we'll call it. Uh, uh, Soul Eater Brotherhood. Let's uh, do it. Speak, uh, let's make it ourselves. Of, <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, Brotherhood. Uh, HBO Max, and yes, this has stuff to do with Brotherhood. Excuse- oh, yeah, the Crunchyroll stuff. All right, so uh, we are in the age of streaming services now. Um, oh, we've been there for a while, buddy. Yeah, but we're like, like, uh, but we're very much entering that now. Uh, so let's read on with like how this deal is going down. 
Warner Media and Crunchyroll announced on Thursday that Crunchyroll offers 17 anime series on the HBO Max streaming service when it launches on September on May 27th. Uh, Crunchyroll will offer more anime for HBO Max every quarter. So every single quarter, there'll be new anime added to HBO Max. The anime debuting on the surface will on the surface will include Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood, ReZero, Studying Life in the Other in Another World, the director's cut specifically only, mm-hmm. um, including the OVA. Uh, Inspector, Keep Your Hands Off of Isaacen, Roroni Kenson, Konosuba Seasons 1 and 2, Bungo Stray Dog Seasons 1 to 3, Berserk Seasons 1 and 2, Cabinari and the Iron Fortress, Kill a Kill, You'll Lie in April, Erased, Kisniver, Swatches Marken, 91 Days, Testament of an Assistant New Devil from Seasons 1 to 2, and Raka Braves of the Six Flowers. In addition, the Hunter Hunter and Death Note anime will be available on the service within one year after its launch launch hbo Max will also offer g kids entire studio ghibli film library of 21 feature films this spring the deal marks the first time studio ghibli will stream on any platform spirit of the way my neighbor totoro princess mononoke howl's moving castle kiki's delivery service ponyo castle in the sky tale of princess kaguya and other films will be available at launch cartoon network adult swim and roots of teeth will also offer content through the service all right sucks that we're not getting it uh, we're getting, we can we're getting HBO Max. No, no, we're not. Not is it only for the U.S.? It's only for the U.S. I checked literally last night. Fuck. But I did me. I did find stuff that said that they will be offering HBO Max content on Crave over here because that's basically the HBO equivalent in Canada. Okay, thank fuck. But does that mean Crave is going to get all the anime? I don't know. Yeah, I'm Crave... pretty sure not because I think it just meant the HBO Max original stuff. Yeah, which sucks because HBO Max is sounding like a really good platform. To be honest, it's just really dumb expensive for no reason. It's fifteen bucks US a month. To which... be fair, that's how much they're offering just a normal HBO subscription. So yeah, and if you have like if you have HBO Pro, it'll fuck you get it automatically upgraded apparently. So. Uh, but like it, it, it's. I, I wish it brought it over because I. It sounds like a good service. I mean, they just announced the fucking Snyder cut for for it. Right. So who, knows, who knows what else the fuck is coming to it? Um, but the my question is, and this is a vague thing. If it's on HBO Max, does that mean it's going to stop it from being on other platforms? No, I don't think so. I really don't. I don't. They were. I, I don't know. Because, because if that does mean that, ooh, that would like, suck. I I don't think that once this stuff takes into effect, that you're gonna see these shows just disappear from like Crunchyroll or Netflix or wherever well, else they are. It's on Crunchyroll, so Crunchyroll's own platform. Only and also they also confirmed that select content from Crunchyroll will be available on HBO Max. Crunchyroll's own platform will be the only service to offer the full library of content. So right, as it in, as it should be. They're likely only putting anime that people on HBO Max would watch, so shows that would like appeal to like the people who watch HBO, uh, which so like Brotherhood, ReZero. Uh, kill a kill berserk bungo like that sounds like the kind of stuff that like a person who watches game of thrones would actually right. like and check out my um, question is how the fuck is all the licensing ha- being handled here because a lot of those shows are licensed out to crunch rolls from other companies yeah, so like is um, this all just one big collaborative deal or uh, 
I think some of them are. I know Crunchyroll owns most of these. The only ones it doesn't are like Brotherhood. Is like Brotherhood, and that's it. Yeah, Brotherhood is um, Aniplex. Like Death Note Fungo's and Hunter Funny. Hunter are Viz. Viz. Uh, Bungo's Funi, and I think Berserk is as well. Um, no, no, Crunchyroll owns uh, Bungo actually. Oh, they do. Okay. Yeah, they own the license to that. Um, uh, fuck it. Yeah, I think the rest of these are crunchy. Crunchy actually. Actually, Roni Kenshin isn't. Roni Kenshin is fucking. Viz as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Roni Kitchen is also Viz. So my um, question is, did they get some sort of like cross deals happening here with some of these shows, or like, like probably, I, I probably I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know how licensing works. All I know is that it's very complicated, and it's, it's basically just money going to producer to producer to producer. It's complicated, um, and it's a bunch of horse shit. That's what it is. It's just a bunch of paperwork. <laughs> it's just uh, so, but yeah bunch but of yeah, horse but, shit yeah but if you have if you live in the u.s uh hey now, consider it don't have control, consider it you get more than just anime for hbo max so you know you'll get the uh, fucking animaniacs reboot so like which just do it cowards that's amazon. is that what that's gonna be amazon i'm pretty sure i'm no i'm pretty sure it would dude is it's it? warner I a fucking, fucking, I a, it was announced a while ago before hbo mask came out i remember specifically when it came when they announced it it was going to be for fucking amazon or dude like it, amazon. it's warner that's hbo i know i know that's i, I, know I don't that's see why it wouldn't be on there mm-hmm. i don't know i'll need to check that which in any case, I want to watch the Animaniacs reboot because the Animaniacs whips. Yeah, it does. Oh, fuck it. So I hope that, and I, and I hope it comes to that. Speaking of which, uh, let's talk more about Jump because Jump is going to get delayed again. Um, the Oof. official website for Shoeisha's Weekly Shonen Jump magazine issued a statement on Monday that the magazine staff foresees more delays for ongoing manga series. Manga creators are now drawing manga in ways. In ways that minimize the risk of being infected with the new coronavirus disease, COVID-19, and, requ- and the time required for manga creators to draw, draw manuscripts has therefore increased. In addition, the websites for the magazine's Jump Victory Carnival event revealed on Monday that the event has been canceled. The event was scheduled to take place in Intex Osaka on July 19th in the Aeon Mall Makuhari Sintoshin on from August 21st to 23rd. Uh, One Piece manga creator Ichiro Oda previously stated last week that because of manga manga's fully analog, the workplace is currently being reorganized to facilitate social distance. Oda said that there may be more interruptions in the manga publication schedule because of this. The manga was not slated to appear in the next issue of Weekly Sonic Jump on May 18th and is slated to return in the 25th issue on May 25th. So we're going to get more delays. We don't know when, but we probably will within the near future. I mean, like, again, inevitable. Like, it was yeah. going to happen. With COVID. Yeah. So There's really no workaround. There's no workaround, especially since they're still analog, which I'm surprised that they are. Yeah, they're all still done by hand on paper. On paper. You would, you would, think, which you would think that nowadays Jump would have, like, an app where you, like, submit your fucking manga to them or some shit. Mm-hmm have for employees but they don't you have to actually probably no you have to fucking send it off in a sealed envelope in a sealed the manuscripts manuscripts be like yo here is the manuscript and then they don't like it they're like they send it back they're like we changed this you drew a Luffy's face weird in this one panel on page 14 change it or it doesn't get published 
fucking or do what my favorite thing what Toriyama did was send in a chapter they don't like it so he's given a full week he's like yo so we're gonna give you a full week to redo it go ahead and redo it he he what he does is he forgets about it and plays a video game and then panics last minute and sends it in the same chapter again but with like one change that's very Toriyama (laughs) which is something I would also do yeah I would absolutely do that (laughs) Because I'm like, ah, I can get it. I can, it's like, I can get it done tomorrow. I'll, I'll just play some video games today. You know? Six days later. <laughs> Six days later. Fuck. I'm oh, about to get, I'm about to shit. lose my job. Um, okay. Um, um, uh, fuck. Um, here, I'll change this one cowlick on Go- Goku's hair. There, that that's good. <laughs> But yeah, uh, there's probably gonna be more delays. Probably like, an, I, I would not be surprised in like the next week or so. Be like, oh yeah, there's, there's no jump this week because yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if after this week's new chapters, they're like, yeah, we're gonna take a week off. Yeah, just so that people don't die. So, uh, but yeah, our final piece of news is probably the biggest piece of news of the past week, and it was one that came out of fucking nowhere, and that's Inuyasha's back. Um, of all things, um, Inuyasha's coming back. Uh, so let's read on. Uh, Viz confirmed on Friday that Rumihiko Takahashi's Inuyasha franchise is inspiring a new anime spinoff titled Yasahime, Princess Half Demon. Uh, the, the, the official Japanese website for the fall television anime opened on the same day. Viz describes the brand new anime from the Inuyasha universe. The daughters of Sesamaharu Inuyasha set out on a journey transcending time. In feudal Japan, Half Demon twins Tora. To- uh, Toa and Setsuna are separated from each other during a forced fire. While desperately surfing for her younger sister, Toa surrenders into a mysterious tunnel that sends her into present-day Japan, where she is found and raised by Kagome Hirashi's brother, Sota, and his family. Ten years later, the tunnel that connects the two ears is reopened, allowing to- uh, Toa to be reunited with Setsuna, who is now a demon slayer working for Kohaku. But to Toa's shock, Setsuna appears to have lost all memories of her older sister. Joined by Mehora, the daughter of Inuasha and Kagome, the young women travel between the two eras on an adventure to regain their missing past okay so have you did you ever watch Inuyasha as a kid not as a kid no did you watch it when you were older I've seen a little bit of it but not much okay so uh I watched a little bit I was never the big I was never huge into Inuyasha as a kid but all I know is that Inu, but yeah but it, it, you, I think both of us remember it being everywhere. Yeah, when we were a kid, uh, like, like why, uh, like YTV on like at like fucking Saturday nights. Inuyasha was like one of the lineup, and mm-hmm. it was arguably, I think, the most popular show for a while. Yeah, it, it it was definitely up there. Yeah, um, so I'm not surprised it's coming back. That being said, are you? Uh, what I'm more surprised by is the fact that it's coming back at all. Yeah. Uh, you like... would think, yeah. Because Inuasha seems like one of those shows that's like, it, it's just, it was like of its time. Like it ended and then just everyone forgot about it after mm-hmm. like the whole man, hysteria died down about it. But no, it's coming back and people will be watching Inuasha again. I might go, to, I might rewatch it. It's been a, it's been a very long time. Uh, since I even, like, checked out Inuyasha. Uh, Teru Sato, who is the episode director of Inuyasha, will be directing 
the anime at Sunrise, and uh, Kawasuki Simusara, who was the writer for the original series and the final act, will be returning to write the scripts after doing and uh, who uh, after doing the same for again Inuyasha, Inuyasha the final act, as well as Gundam Wing for all things. Um, Taka, uh, Takahashi herself is credited as the main character designer with Yoshi, uh, Yoshihito uh, Hishinomuna returning from Inuyasha to adapt her designs for animation. Kakaru Yada is also returning from the original Inuyasha composed music. So it's the same staff as the prior adaptation, too. It's the exact same staff, exact same writer, directors, uh, sta- uh, composers, storyboarders. Everyone's back at sunrise. So it's literally just more Inuyasha, which, in tw- out of all the things in 2020, this might be the best news. Yeah, like <laughs> this might be one of the few good pieces. Of- is like finally, in finally in 2020, we get what everyone's always wanted: another, another, another next generation anime from a show that was aired 20 years ago. Yeah, we don't have much else to look forward to. Yeah. So- like what? What else is there to look forward to? More quarantine, death, <laughs> the possibility of the fact that there's a parallel universe that runs backwards in time and it's right next to us. Now you're getting a little avant-garde there. No, that that was confirmed. By the way, that exists. Did you not read that? Excuse me. So what? Sci- <laughs> what? What? <laughs> NASA scientists detect parallel universe next to us that runs backwards in time. This was something that was in the news a couple of days ago. An experiment in the frozen waters of Antarctica has revealed evidence of a universe born in the same Big Bang as ours, but with the rules of physics that are completely the opposite. This year has been so insane. Scientists have discovered proof that there are other universes. And nobody paid attention. Uh, it's like when the Pentagon released official footage of the fact that UFOs and aliens are a thing, and nobody cared because COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so when we hold when we hold that tournament of power, then um, hopefully soon. I want to sign up. Yeah, I'd sign up. <laughs> I don't care if I die. I want Jiren to come through the portal and kick my ass. <laughs> Yes, you one-dimensional bad guy. Punch me in the face. <laughs> Punch me in the face while talking about strength. <laughs> but yeah. Uh... <laughs> what were we even talking about? <laughs> I blew Shane's mind. That's all I did. I, I blew up I blew up his mind. I don't... How can I go on living with this information? You now know that there's a universe next to ours that was born in the same Big Bang, but just... Physics are exactly the opposite. Can I go there? Everything is, it's opposite world. Can we just go there, please? <laughs> I'm at, I can. So gravity works differently. We live on the sky. <laughs> Wait, if it's if it's a parallel universe, that means there's a parallel me. Yeah. And if everything the exact opposite, there's an opposite me. What would opposite me be? What would opposite map be? Well, he probably he, actually intelligent. He would probably be fucking ugly because our universe's Matt is gorgeous. Why? Thank you. You're you're very handsome too. Which means I'd also be ugly. <laughs> Which means Shane would also be fucking disgusting. And we'd but, just be floating through space. <laughs> Does that mean space is like livable in that universe? 
Well, okay. Think of it this way. If we can't breathe in the atmosphere here, if everything is the opposite, then you can just go into space. Fucking, fucking, because the actual thing that fucking says it, like, uh, fucking, because uh, it, it was like, a, a, because it was like, because like, it was like, they, they picked it up because like, there were particles that were like stronger than any of ours in our universe, and they weren't from here. So there's like, oh, okay. Um, so in Yasha, so in Yasha's happening. Um, <laughs> maybe that's why in is happening. The fucking parallel universe is like feeding into our world and giving us like hell world, where like the like, where like, 2020 is just the year that just like, who the fuck knows is happening? Every, every it's opposite world. It's yeah. opposite land. It's. What, no, what you think is actually happening is not happening. Shit is just hitting the fan in all different kinds of ways. And like, like cats and dogs living together. It's mass hysteria. It's, it's pigs flying. <laughs> pigs flying. If I ever, if I ever see, if I go outside tomorrow and I see a flying pig, I'm just gonna go back inside. Republicans are the good guys. <laughs> And Trump is intelligent. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Does that mean in the parallel universe, Bernie Sanders is actually president? Oh shit! It could. Oh shit! It could. I want to go to that universe if that's the case. Please, please me to- <laughs> take me there. <laughs> please. But in any case, let's move on to our featured anime of the podcast, which is something infinitely less interesting. Um, our featured anime of the podcast was picked by the randomizer, a full, or it was an any all randomizer, uh, which means that we could have gotten anything. Um, mm-hmm. and the anime we got was the romantic drama Suzuka, which is directed by Hiro- uh, Hiroshi uh, F- uh, Fukutomi and written by Hiroko took a uh, uh, Tokita. It was from Studio Comet, and it was light. And it's currently licensed by Funimation. It, aired, it, uh, it currently licensed by Funimation, and it aired for 26 episodes from July 6, 2005, to December 28, 2005. And you can watch it over on Funimation in both sub and a dub. So that'll be link in the description below if you so want to check out Suzuka. Suzuka uh, follows Yamato Akitsuki, who is a young man who is from the country who moves to Tokyo specifically as a way to almost start new and uh, to basically start new life and get away from his family. Uh, there he meets his new next door neighbor, his, whose name is Suzuka Asahina, who is a member of the track and field team. She's a high jumper and she's very good at what she does. However, uh, however, she's also a little bit on the arrogant side. Um, and she's little, and then she's a little bit on the proud side as well. Uh, but the two of them do kind to do start to get along. Uh, start to get along, and Yamato, of course, gets feelings for Suzuka. But because Yamato is Yamato, he can't confess his feelings. And when he does, he gets rejected. He actually gets rejected due to reasons outside of his control due to a trauma that happened in Suzuka's past. And thus, the anime follows both Yamato and Suzuka both dealing with their own insecurities as they realize their feelings for one another that's pretty much a good explanation as to what suzuka is and this yeah anime, that's essentially what it is yeah this anime is is completely fine um it's fine uh it's it's you know you know it's good it's good uh that's that's pretty it's... much the best way i can describe it yeah it's um 
It's alright. Yeah, it's 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 fine. Yeah. It's completely fine. It's it's um, harmless. Like yeah, it it's pretty harmless. Yeah. Like, like I, I, I fear that this discussion is going to be super short because every time I try to think of what I have to say about the show, I'm like, yeah, it's pretty aight. Yeah, I don't have much to say about it. Um, no, not it's, really. It's pretty, it's pretty aight. The good stuff is good. The, the good stuff, stuff is good. Not, the bad stuff is um, not particularly awful, to be honest. It's just distracting. It's, it's just distracting. Like, there's nothing. Here's the thing. It's the weird kind of show where the good stuff is good, but the bad stuff is also like. Not particular is not you know, there's the, the bad stuff is not even like particularly too awful, which is no. a, kind of a weird thing. Yeah, um, it, it, it's a strange predicament of a show because it's weird because I come out of this having, and you're gonna slap me for saying this, but I come out of this having similar feelings that I did with another show we covered called Ebby Ten. Where you know what? I kind of have the same feeling. Although this, th- let us make this clear: this is a better this show is than phenomenally Ebi-10. better. Ebby Ten, um, this is much better than Ebby Ten. However, I do kind of get where you're coming from, mainly because, and I think this is the big thing you agree with me: Suzuka is very standard. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, plot and storytelling. This isn't to say it's bad. Um, it's definitely not, and it's got good qualities that we will get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most of the issues with the show come down to st- the fact that it's standard as well as execution, which we will also get into. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's start off. But let's uh, jump right into specifics, like we always do. Let's talk about what our fa- what possibly our our, fav- our favorite episode of the show is. Shane, what's your favorite episode of the show? If you, you know, <laughs> if you figured out one. Um. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna have to explain myself because there's one prime reason why I'm picking this above all of my other options. All right, all right, my, okay. My pick for best episode or favorite episode is episode 18. Episode 18. Uh. Oh, that and one. you okay. know exactly why. This, yeah, uh, this is the uh, this is what we call the Yamato needs to shut up episode. The Yamato um, is a fucking idiot episode. Uh, episode is this why is your favorite? Because you got the I, most emotional reaction out of it. I literally, I was watching this episode, and I think the build up to the end of the episode is great too. Um, yeah. but it's just that finale. Where he goes to give Honoka her birthday present. And then he just does not shut up about Suzuka at all. Yeah, this is actually my favorite too, by the way. 18 is my favorite. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, it's actually, I actually think it's also the best episode of the show. Um, mainly because, okay, so we know Honoka's relationship with, with Yamato is going to fail. Mm-hmm. Because from um, fail... Which makes this episode have a tinge of like almost like of like inevitability mm-hmm. that it really sucks. And like, it's also like we're all just oh. waiting for the breakup. That's what we're waiting for. Yeah. Which doesn't actually happen until the next episode. Yeah. Um, but, but this plants the seeds for that breakup. Yeah. And I think it does um, it really well. Because when you when you 
get a guttural, visceral reaction out of me, <laughs> you know it's something good. And yeah. the level of cringe I experienced watching this man who has not a clue just go on about this other girl in front of his girlfriend, knowing damn well that she's insecure enough about the fact that he may still like her. Yeah. And all on her fucking birthday. Uh, it's like, ah, uh, I was, I was, I was, I was there. I, I was like, I'm just looking at Yamato and I had to pause the episode when he started talking. Cause I'm like, please stop. <laughs> like I literally, like he, he starts talking and I'm like, Oh, okay. The worst thing, yeah. The worst thing about this is, though, is that you immediately relate to Yamato because everyone has had a situation like this, mm-hmm. like an awkward situation where they just keep going and they and, don't realize. And they don't realize. I have done that multiple times, and it sucks because it's not until after the fact that you realize, oh. I need to shut up. <laughs> I need to stop talking. Like literally, like it clicks in your head, and you're like, "Oh, oh, fuck!" <laughs> I fucked. Like, I fucked up, and that's what happens to Yamato. Because when he, uh, when he realizes that, because when when Suzuka gives the gift back to him, he's like, "Oh no!" Yeah, and she just throws it back in his face, and she's like, "How do you think I can accept this when all you can talk about is her?" And I'm like, "Ooh." <laughs> Yeah, I was like, yikes. I was like, that's a big yikes. Yeah. Yeah. And then and, uh, and then they break up the next episode. And the breakup's done really well, too, actually. Um, uh, the breakup's done really well, too. Uh, let's get into characters, too, because this, this is a very character-centric show, mm-hmm. um, specifically. Uh, and they Where, un- a- un- unfortunately, not a lot of the characters... Uh, mean much in the and grand scheme kid, of things. They don't do a lot, uh, but the ones that do, but the the main the main cast, like the main um, the main group, is usually is pretty great for the most part. Uh, they it's pretty great for the most part. Uh, but Shane, who's your favorite character in the show? <sighs> okay, my pick for favorite character is. The one who was the main focus of the episode we just talked about, my pick is Honoka. Honoka. Nice. Good choice. I think that in terms of a character when she was first introduced, I was a little iffy on her because I was like, you seem like a stalker. <laughs> like, <laughs> Just going to be completely honest and throw that out there. Like, She's very stalkery. But then once you realize it's just like, it's just that it's very innocent. She has a genuine crush on Yamato, and she just wants to be with him. Like, she starts to turn around, and then they finally get together. And I think the moment that their relationship is solidified, she really opens up as a character. Because yeah. up until that point, she's very one-dimensional. She's just, like, the really shy, blushy girl. I need to get together with Yamato! Basically, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much her character. But then she gets together with Yamato, which is actually a really nice... Subversion of stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually do. They do get together, which I really, which I actually liked. Um, and I, I think that's a great catalyst to open her up as a character and see a bunch of different sides of her that we hadn't seen up until that point. Yeah, because and, she's she's capable of all these different emotions. She's capable of being loving. She's capable of being jealous, angry, um, 
frustrated, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think some of her best character work is at the point where they do break up. I think that's I think that's Honoka at her best. It really shows like every side of her well developed and fleshed out and it's all engaging. I will I was rooting for her, man, by the end of it. I was like, you go, girl. <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, same. Uh, uh, yeah, same. Uh, I really love Honoka. She's not my favorite, though. Um, she, she's uh, not my favorite, though. Okay, picking a favorite from the show is a little difficult because the thing is that my favorite changed depending on where we are in the series, to be honest. Um, so I'm going to go with the one that I like the that I like the most in the final section of the series, and that was Miki. Ooh, good choice. I liked and Miki. Now, me and Miki is a character who only really gets a lot of stu- screen time after Honoka leaves the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really like Miki. Miki uh, rules, dude. Yeah, Miki. Miki's kind of like a bedrock for both Suzuka and Yamato. Yamato, uh, she's like no, she's she's like she's someone who's there to she's like she's there she's she's pretty much the ultimate like shipper of both of them. Mm-hmm. She's like trying to get them together, and she's like looking at Suzuka like, shut the fuck up. You like her. You like him. You you <laughs> you dense bitch. Like just swallow your pride and just fucking ask him out already. Yeah. Which, by the way, both Yamato and Suzuka are idiots. Mm-hmm. Like they're fucking stupid. Uh, and Miki understands that. Uh, and uh, Miki understands that. And she's. And I just. And I just. I just really like the way how her character interacts with both. Uh, with not Suzuka and Yamato and even Yasunobu. Um, the way that fact that he she constantly just beats the shit out of him, which is, is always, great, which which is always funny. Um, I don't, I don't which know on, why. that honestly reminded me a lot of the uh, Tomoyo uh, Sunohara uh, chemistry yeah, and I, in Clanad. Tomoyo and I love Tomoyo a lot, so that could tell you why I love Miki so much. I think I just have a thing. For girls like Miki and Tomoya. Like, Tomoyo. Miki's a lot more hot-headed than Tomoyo, but the, the, the relationship there is definitely... Yeah. Has the same feel. Yeah, yeah, Miki is... Miki's definitely not as, like, level-headed as Tomoya is. Miki will, uh... Miki's a lot more aggressive. <laughs> uh, but, in any case... But I really liked Miki a lot by the end of it, and she was the one making the biggest impression on me. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about the, our least favorite characters, because there's actually quite a bit of contenders because there's a lot of characters that don't do anything. Mm-hmm. This is one of those shows where you could pick one person and be like, "Yep, I I I get that." So Shane, who do you got? <laughs> hmm. My pick for least favorite character <laughs> is Yamato. Really? Mhm. Okay. <sighs> like I was going back and forth between a bunch of different choices throughout the the show, but by the end, I I I couldn't pick anyone else because, sure, he gets a lot of development and you know yada yada all this bullshit, but at the end of the day, he just comes off as incredibly selfish, self centered, ignorant. Like, I know I know a lot of the time he doesn't willingly do this, but he does hurt quite a few people. 
<laughs> he does. Like, he's he's so self-centered that he just, without even thinking about it, just hurts everyone around him. And then gets all uppity about it. Like, when you call him out on anything, he gets extremely defensive, like, the second you call him out. Mm-hmm. And I don't... I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. He just he just comes off as, like, a lot of a dick. And... <laughs> Honestly, somewhat in, insincere. Like I, I know he isn't meant to be, but that's what he comes off as to me. I don't think he's written to be a dick, which might be an issue with the show if that's the case. Uh, if you're supposed to not think he's a dick, but mm-hmm. then he comes off as a dick, is kind of a problem. Because like the um, thing that the thing that cemented it for me was during the big Honoka arc where, <laughs> um. Nana is talking to Yamato and she's like, you don't care about Honoka. You just started dating her on a whim because you wanted to distract yourself from the fact that the girl that you do like doesn't like you back. And then immediately he gets defensive right in her (laughs) face. And that's not a good sign. (laughs) Yeah. And guess what? She was right. She was Um, right. Like he, he literally, he literally jumped into that relationship, not even considering how she felt about it. Yeah, he was, and she was. She, she was right. Uh, the only thing she wasn't right on was that the fact that no, Suzuka does like Yamato back. Suzuka's just, she's, she's, she's just had. She has all the just, same issues. She has baggage, lots of baggage, um, uh, lots of baggage. Uh, my least favorite character is not Yamato because I'm gonna go with dickhead Arima. Fuck that was that was my second pick. Fuck this guy. Um, I hate characters like this. Um, they're not well written. They're not interesting. One dimension. One dimensional rival is one dimensional. Um, yeah, and he doesn't even get a whole lot of screen time. He shows up twice, which is a problem. Um, he, he shows up three times actually. Um, one time without dialogue. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, so twice. <laughs> yeah, so pretty much twice. Uh, but he's in like I I don't like I hate characters like this because it's like he's only literally there to service like Yamato's development, which is fine. But at the same time, like I it is he has no other character traits other than he's a dick. Which mm-hmm. yeah, he's a dick. So guess what? I don't like him. He's a dick. Fucking. I mean, short, sweet, and to the point. Yeah, I just don't. I, he's the kind of he's the kind of character who I just, I'm just not a huge fan of these kind of one I'm, of like these one dimensional rival characters. I think they're I think they're really stupid, and I think that you could do if you're gonna have a rival character, make them more interesting, um, instead of just making them just a random douchebag, um, uh, a random douchebag. Uh, let's talk, uh, speaking of which, I want to talk about the major thing that I think is whole is the big thing about the show that I think really holds it back from from being a lot better than it like a lot better and that's it's animation and storyboarding oh it's rough this is a rough show uh this is a rough looking show um the, uh, rough looking I don't know okay I don't know what happened here uh clearly something happened in development because mm-hmm. this this clearly this clearly was a this was a, either a rush job or just or just they didn't have the funds or like something happened because this is a rough looking show and for a show it, I wouldn't have minded so much if it was 
mostly character interaction, which it mostly is, like 75% of it. And that's fine. It's when we get into the back half, when we get to the track and field stuff, that it really Yeah, it starts to suffer a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I... The anime, like, and because of that, it's like this needed better animation. This needed better story. At the very least, better storyboarding. Yeah, because storyboarding a lo- is not good. Yeah, a lot of it is just baseline anime production, which is what you can say for the whole show, really. <laughs> and it sh- it really shows in the animation. There's nothing that makes this show stand out. It's all basic, generic, really, really rough. Really, I want to say haphazard because some of this shit is really haphazard. Yeah, some of the it, it's just some of it looks haphazard. Some of it looks haphazard. The character designs are really good, but like that mostly comes from the manga, which mm-hmm. the manga's art is a lot better and it's excellent. So I don't. So clearly, something happened in development here. Um, yeah. Um, which is it's from Studio Comet, who aren't really around anymore. Um, yeah, I didn't even know who they were until the last we researched for the show. Was 2019 with Robohachi, which also looked kind of rough. Yeah, Robohachi was pretty rough, but uh, it didn't really need stellar animation. It folk it it lived and died on its yeah, character writing. Yeah. So yeah, the big I, I, the big thing for Studio Comment, what they're known for is School Rumble, which looks a lot better than this does. Um, Personally, I, I, I at least I think it. I, at least I think it does. Mm-hmm. And so, and and I think most of the issues with Suzuka go back to its animation and storyboarding. It's just not interesting to look at, which makes it boring to watch at points. Right. That, yeah. Yeah. Which is a shame because I honestly think the writing is mostly pretty good. Actually, like it's pretty well written for the most part, and that's and that's the real shame of it here. Um, if it had better animation, it would have hey, saved a lot of it. I think. Yeah, because yeah I can agree with that. Yeah. Uh, any uh, like what uh, is anything else you want to bring up? Because <sighs> parts of that or something else. Like, obviously, the strongest, the strong, the biggest strength of this show is easily its characters, which I do think that the show does pretty damn well uh, for yes. the most part. Yeah, we didn't mention it too much, but Suzuka's great. I really yeah, Suzuka, like. I, I honestly thought she was going to be your pick for uh, favorite character. I think she's fan. The only reason is because she is missing for like the middle chunk of the show, right? Um, because of the Honoka stuff. Honoka stuff, which I understand why. So it's not. Uh, it's not a. I'm not knocking the show for that. Um, it's the, it was. It's definitely something that they needed to do. Um, but Suzuka's great, and I and and yeah, Yamato pisses me off sometimes, but he's not poorly written. He's very no, he's, no, definitely he's a not. Three, he's a three-dimensional character with m- many different layers. Um, Much like uh, an ogre, he yeah. has layers. <laughs> he has layers. Um, um, even Yasunobu is not just your standard perverted character. <laughs> not gonna lie, I kind of dig Yasunobu. Yasunobu gives he gives actually good advice about women. Yeah. Like, I'm listening to his advice, and I'm actually like writing stuff down. I'm like, you know, that's actually good. <laughs> <laughs> no, like literally, yeah, like, literally there act- there is a scene where they're talking, and he's like, "Dude, every time I give you good advice and you ignore it, something goes wrong." <laughs> and he, like, you can't argue that. Yeah, yeah, he's I, like, you listen to his advice, and you're just like, 
I also love Yasunobu because it's like instead of most perverted people, he actually respects women. Yeah, he do, he does. Which is the funniest thing. It's like he's like, yo, it's like, how do you get so many women? It's like I respect them as a human being. <laughs> yeah, foreign concept, am I right? He's a he's he respects them as a human being. He just also happens to be really horny. Really horny. <laughs> Which 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 is like okay, he just happens to be horny. Um, which is like all right, fair, I can relate. <laughs> yeah, fair if fair enough. Uh, fucking, I, but yeah, like the characters are really strong here, and the writing itself is real is pretty strong for the most part. There's some, there's some, there's some clunky. There's some clunky stuff here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I do want to talk about this because I think you will probably agree with me. Um. <laughs> This show falls into a formula in the bad way where they're just kind of retreading the same shit over and over again. So this 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 show has the pace of molasses, (laughs) um, which isn't a bad thing until like the last section, like the last you don't feel it until like the last five episodes and you realize wait a minute (laughs) there's still five episodes left there's still five he confesses again in episode 23 or episode 23 24 whatever and it keeps going Mm -hmm. like and you're like oh wait a minute the show's not done it's got three episodes left like honestly there were there were points where i was just watching it and episodes would go by and i was like Wait, we're nothing still not happened. done? Nothing <laughs> happened. Nothing was accomplished. And when shit I mean, does happen, it's just a retread of stuff that's already happened. It's just a fucking cycle. My, the, the one that I point to is the... It wasn't the water park episode. Did not need to exist. There was no reason for that to exist. Do, I think the, do they ever need to, though? I think the only reason that exists is because it's meant to be a build-up to the Honoka confession the next episode. Right. Because it's setting it up, which we don't need that because we know that Yeah, we know that she likes him. Like, just get to the point. Yeah. Um, So it's just a, you know, so like it does kind of, it meanders a bit. It meanders a bit. And it's really frustrating because i hate when romance anime do this and this is not the only show that does this a lot of romance anime and manga do this Mm -hmm. where they just kind of meander around the question of will they confess and what they and if they do confess it's either to the wrong person or they get rejected the first time which i'll give suzuka this kind of this credit it handles the uh, getting rejected really fucking well. Oh yeah, yeah. And it really fucking well, even if it does make Yamato look like a stubborn bastard. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, oh, he's would, a stubborn bastard, all right. Uh, yeah, he's stubborn. Uh, fucking, he really likes Suzuka. Like, uh, he really likes Suzuka. Um, so. Fuck it. it. It it falls into that pattern, and because of that, it does kind of meander. Yeah. Mind. Anything else? <laughs> um. Because I have two things I want to bring up. If you don't have anything. You know what? I'm drawing a blank. Go for it. <laughs> the OP is really good. 
Yes, um, okay, I can agree with that. The OP is very good. It's uh, OP is very good. Both languages is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they did this had a dubbed opening, uh, so Fooney thought that the, thought Susika was a good enough show to give the dubbed opening. Speaking of dubs, uh-huh. the dub is er, it's an early it's a late two thousands Fooney dub, meaning so it's all, I <laughs> it's got all the ones that you would expect to be in an early in a late two thousands Fooney dub. Um, so it's got all it's got all you got it's got your Fooney regulars. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, and it's and it's I it's it's I like it's some care some people are really good. Some people aren't. Yeah, I think I don't know what the, the I don't know what the deal is with Todd Abercorn in this dub where he just sounds like he's recording in his mom's closet I, at three a.m. I, I don't think he gives a very good performance here. Um, I don't think Todd is very good here, unfortunately. I think he's one of the weaker links of the series, uh, weaker links of it. I also think that uh, a couple of these, a lot of the side cast was miscast. Mm-hmm. Um, but they got Greg Aries to play Arima, and it's just such it a weird cast. It doesn't fit. That's such a weird casting choice. Um, uh, and also Redacted's in this, which is Yeah, really Redacted is. <laughs> Redacted in a major supporting role, and I wanted to... F- d- d- it fucking ripped my ears off. <laughs> um, probably the one who stood out the most to me as a good performance was probably Leia Clark as Suzuka. Yeah, because she's really good here. Um, but other than that, it's mostly just a Fooney. It's, it's basically if you like if if you've seen one Fooney dub, you've seen this. Yeah, one. seen them all. <laughs> yeah, because every because this because this has every regular in it. Um, every regular in it. The other thing I want to talk about is the ending of it itself. Because I think the ending to this show sucks balls, <laughs> and I and this is okay. We haven't got one of these in a while, but this is a one hundred percent read the manga ending without a shadow of a doubt, mm-hmm. and that frustrates me. I hate endings like this. I hate them so much, and especially since they get together at the end. And the manga, that's halfway through the manga, apparently. Oh. That the manga keeps going after they get together. And I've read some of the stuff that happens when they get together, and it's infinitely more interesting. This ain't it, Chief. (laughs) Yeah. Like, do you want to know some of the stuff that happens when they get at at the end of the manga? Well, I just wanted to share my opinion on the uh, ending real quick. You can do that first, yeah. Um... I thought it was aight. Like, I really didn't pay any attention to it. I was like, I know they didn't adapt the whole thing. I know it keeps going beyond this point. But for an ending point for the anime, I thought it was, like, perfectly suitable. I thought, I think... Like, nothing I, more, nothing less, honestly. I, I, it's just that when you find out what happens later, you're gonna be like, ooh. Okay, um, lay it on me, lay it on me. Okay, so... The the anime keep okay, so the manga keeps going past uh, it's uh, chapter seventy uh, chapter seventy two which mm-hmm. is vol- which is in volume nine of the manga uh, which is literally at the exact halfway point by the way um, like exact halfway point of the manga um, so they begin so they begin dating and the rest of the series um, is about them. Pretty much just it, it, it's, it's about them trying to get through the relationship while also going through uh, the rest of high school, and they're about to get and 
the two of them get scouted. They're about to get, um, you know, the, uh, they're about to get scouted. They're getting better. Like they, like they have like top of the line universities looking at them by the end for their track and field abilities. Okay. And Yamato starts to get a lot more. Like by the, we have it at the end of the show where Yamato is getting really into track and field. Like actually getting into track and field. Like he's at, like, but in the manga he starts to actually like really enjoy it. Not just for Suzuka, but for himself. Right. He's like, you know, I actually want to do this. Which is, he's only which, with Suzuka, so now he's like, he actually wants to do this. Which is one of my biggest issues with Yamato, and part of the reason why I named him least favorite character. This man does not think for himself at all. Yeah, yeah he never does. Um, it's always that, at the whim of someone else, and I, it frustrates yeah. the hell out of me. But he stays on the track and field team after he gets together with Suzuka. Yeah, and then he's like, yo, I actually now want to do track and field because I'm actually starting to really enjoy track and field. And then the bombshell hits. Uh, Suzuka gets pregnant. Oh, no. The two of the... So, they fuck. Um, uh, and then Suzuka gets pregnant and they have to drop out. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. Um, and the manga... So, and, so, yeah. And the way the manga ends is that they have to make the decision on do they keep the kid or do they raise it and but possibly lose their scholarships and, and will lose their scholarships and not follow their dreams and they get, and they decide you know what we'd rather have a family because we because we're sticking together so we're gonna so we're actually gonna give up on our dreams so we can have this family are you fucking kidding me Mm-mm. that's how it ends why can't we have that <laughs> Because that that's infinitely more that's interesting. so much more interesting. Yeah. I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's what leads into Fuka, because the, this has a sequel called Fuka, uh, which I've seen a bit of it. It's not good at all. Like, it's, like after you watch Fuka, you go back to Suzuka and be like, yeah, Suzuka's a lot better. Um, but, but, doesn't uh, Su- but doesn't Fuka also have that, like, big twist in it? Uh, well, the anime cut out the twist. Well, yeah, but it still has that big twist, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Fuka and Fuka is their kid. I figured. Um, I figured and, after you said that. Yeah, Fuka's their kid. Uh, so, um, uh, so no, but that's where the manga goes, and I've heard the ma- and I, I've heard the manga is a lot better for Suzuka. Um, so I might check it out. Um, especially after this, I'm like. That sounds really good. Yeah. <laughs> like, Wait, that, sounds, that sounds really good. It's legally available. It's on Kodansha. It's, it's available from Kodansha digitally. So, huh. um, uh, a manga. But I think, you no, know, but I think we've talked about everything for Susan. There's not much to talk about here. No, not really. So it's I think we're good pretty for uneventful. Scores. Yeah. So I think we're good for final scores. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I give this a seven. Respectable. What are you giving it? I'm actually going to give it a six. Oh, I he was, went down. I was originally aiming for a seven, but this is one of those situations where after actually discussing it, I'm like, there's too much about this show that niggles me. Like, I I don't know, man. I'm giving it I'm giving it a seven. I think there's more about it that's good that's not. I think that's six. I did say that uh, basically once it, to me, once you hit six territory, that's when shows are like, okay, yeah, you're doing something wrong. Um, Suzuka never got to the point of like actively frustrating me. It was mostly just kind of like, yeah, I, I, I was I, by the end of it. I was kind of like, 
that was that was I that was decent. I that enjoyed was yeah. That. that was a show. <laughs> that was a show, and I was like, you know what, seven. That's a good old seven. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna give it a good old, good old seven. All right, and with that, let's time to move on to our pit our our next featured anime of the podcast, which is our which is one of our picks. As we don't know how this works, we rotate between one of the picks one a pick from us. And the randomizer, Suzuka was picked via randomizer, and thus it is now Shane's turn to pick. Mm-mm. And what anime do you want us to cover next time, Shane? All right. So this is a show I've had my eye on for quite some time, and in the discourse, I've heard people say that this is arguably, arguably, one of, if not the best shows that this studio has produced. So next time, we are going to be covering the musical masterpiece from Kyo Annie, Sound Euphonium. Both seasons? Both seasons. All right, nice. I'm so excited. I've had my eye on the show for so long, and I finally want to see what it's all about. You are not ready. I've seen too many out-of-context clips. I need to watch it. It's the animation. Okay, the first, you got it, the animation in this show is... Ooh. Like even uh, it, for Kyo Annie standards, it's like fuck. Oh, it's so good. I'm I can't wait to cover this. Um, I love I love Sound Euphonium. I sound I love UFO. I think it's fantastic. So yeah. Uh, so next time we'll be covering Sound Euphonium both seasons of it. Um, I'm your host Matt, aka Legion Rex. You can find me on Twitter at Legion Rex, also known as Battleline Stand Account. Long live Celeste. <laughs> Long live Celeste, our overlord. <laughs> Our overlord, the mountain itself. We worship the mountain. <laughs> uh, 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 you can also find me on YouTube at Legion Rex, where I will post at some point. I don't know. Um, with me, I also have my co-host, have my co-host Shane, aka the Beauty One. You can find him on Twitter at Beauty Gaming Network, which you can he posts his opinions on anime, games, movies, a bunch of other stuff. You can also find him on YouTube at Beauty Gaming, also at Beauty Game Network, where he posts podcasts, let's plays. Gaming videos, streams, unboxings, numerous other gaming-related stuff. So go check that out and subscribe to him. Also, if you'd like to subscribe to the Gap, make sure to subscribe and click the little bell for notifications. Click the bell, cowards. Yeah, if you click the bell. Um, and with that, I think we'll see you next time for Sound Euphonium. So, so, may, so, uh, make sure you bring your fucking trumpets. Yeah, bring your trombone. Bring your bring, bring your tuba. I'll bring my flute because I can play the flute. So. I can actually play trumpet. So. Oh shit. Let's get the uh, band together. We're getting the we're getting the band back together, boys. Getting the band together. Uh, well, yeah. We'll see you next time for UFO. See you next time for UFO. All right, bye. Thank you for listening to the Gap. If you like what you've seen, you can subscribe to the Gap Podcast YouTube channel to get the latest podcasts as they go live. Be sure to like and comment and let us know what you guys think of the show. Thank you very much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Go. Oh.